Hello and welcome to Vista Talks, interesting discussions with interesting people from all around the world. I'm your host for today, Priscilla Charles, and I'm joined today at the Think Global Awards live by Beatrice Whelan from Sage. Hi Beatrice, thank yeah. you so much for being here today, we really appreciate it. Hi Priscilla, thank you very much for having me. Our pleasure. So uh, Beatrice is the Senior Manager for Sage Advice and Content Platforms, and for now we'll just get on to the show. So Beatrice, I'd like you to start telling us a little bit about your background, please. Yeah, so, um, well, how far back <laughs> how far back will I go? Um, I started my marketing career in Google. Um, gosh, it seems like, seems like a long time ago now, back in 2002, I believe it was. Wow. Um, so that gave me yeah, great exposure, I suppose, early on in my career to the different opportunities in digital marketing. Um, worked for them in, in paid search and their paid search team. And then I moved on and I worked um, as a website designer for about six years um, in a company in, in based in Kildare. Okay. And that was um, really interesting for me because it gave me an opportunity, I suppose, to be more creative, you know, with my digital marketing skills and do some web design, but also um, learn more about, you know, front end um, coding and so on. And from there, <clears throat> started to really get interested in search engine optimization. Um, obviously, to to help the websites I was designing rank on Google, mm -hmm. and then um, from there, my interest really developed in into content and blogging, right? Because it became really apparent very quickly that the best way to rank your website on Google was to give people the content that they were looking for, right? And you know, give them the answers to the questions that they were looking for. And content and blogging is, is a great way to do that. So that's how I kind of transitioned from, um, you know, uh, search engine marketing really into content um, and blogging and social media from there. Fantastic. Thanks very much. And. Um it's interesting, um, an interesting journey, though, considering the fact that you actually started um, studying history of art and architecture. Yes. And uh, and uh, and then you studied on PR and digital journalism, and then multimedia system with a bachelor, uh, master's degree at Trinity College. Yeah. So um, why why kind of moving towards you know yeah. digital? Well, I think uh, I started my I, when I did my arts degree. You know, I was very young when I started in university. I was seventeen years of age, and I think at that age, you know, I probably wasn't sure what what I wanted to do, right? But I knew that I loved being creative, and I loved I loved history of art and and the humanities, and decided that that would give me a really good foundation, you know, to learn and improve my skills while I kind of went on the, the journey of discovering what it is that I wanted to, yeah. to spend my life doing. Yeah. So, and I think, you know, I was really lucky. <clears throat> the four years I spent in Trinity, you know, were, were definitely, you know, some of the best years ever. And um, the humanities give a really good foundation, actually, for, for marketing careers because you know, you learn how to research and you learn how to write and you learn how to communicate and you also learn how to be creative as well. And so I didn't realize it at the time, but it was giving me a really good foundation for, for, you know, communications and marketing. And then towards the end of my degree, um, I started to become aware of how, what we called um, information communication technology, that's what we called it back then, but how that was being used to help people, you know, manage collections in museums, um, share those collections with the wider public through, you know, digitization and websites and so on. And I became really interested, really, in how technology was being used um, for, to help people learn and discover, mm -hmm. you know, art collections and so on. 
And so when I came to the end of my degree, it seemed like a really good transition then to study the Masters in Multimedia. And um, what was interesting about that Masters to me was that it was designed especially for people who didn't have a digital background. So it was designed for people who didn't have a degree in computer science, people who were coming from you know, a background like mine to kind of upskill us and to give us those technical skills that we would need to then go out and, you know, function in the workplace. So, yeah. Um, that, that seemed to be perfect, perfect behavior. Yeah, yeah, it was, um, it was a good experience. So, so very happy that, that I came from, from that position. Yeah. Fantastic, thank you so much. And now you're currently responsible for the global content and the Sage advice and content platforms at sage.com. Can you tell us a little bit about your role and the company itself? Yeah, absolutely. Wow, there's um, there's a lot to tell. So, <laughs> first of all, Sage, um, Sage are a business technology company, and we sell um, cloud software that that helps businesses manage their finances and helps businesses manage their people. So, very much a B two B context um, software company. But as part of that, you know, as part of that engagement with our customers and our prospects. We also want to help them, you know, provide them with the advice to to manage um, their business, mm -hmm. right? And so it seems like the perfect fit for us to launch a blog called Sage Advice, which would give people um, advice on everything from managing their, their money to, to their people. Um, and it provides a really, you know, strong vehicle for Sage to engage with our customers yeah at a very early stage, you know, in, in their discovery of, of who we are, what we provide. So Sage Advice is very much, you know, from, from a marketing perspective, very much a top of funnel engagement mm -hmm. piece. Um, it's a blog and a content hub um, where we allow people to discover the answers to the questions that they have. So, um, yeah, really a really useful. important project for us. Yes, yeah. I can imagine, yes. And, um, and so I understand that the platform is currently live in six markets, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six at the moment. We're live in um, the UK, US, um, Ireland, France, Spain, and Germany as well. Wow. And um, currently, you know, in build to go live in many more um, over the next few months. So, yeah, really big project and so interesting to work on to yes. get that exposure to all of those different markets and their specific needs okay, as well. I imagine, yes. And um, uh, talking about specific needs in different markets, um, there is another platform called Sage Authors. That's another really example of what you've been working on on Sage. Yeah. Uh, you, you commented that it's important for local authors to identify local markets. Yes. So can you explain a little bit on this? Like, how do you work with people um, in an international context? Like, when it comes, you know, to themes or messages that are unique in, like, similar or various countries, really? Yeah, it's it's a massive challenge, you know, and it's, it's key to getting it right. Um, so that Sage Advice delivers, you know, for, for those customers and prospects in that market and, and delivers for Sage in each market too. So um, what we have is we have, you know, a, a global content strategy that in a very broad sense guides um, each of the markets that we work with on, on what they should be publishing about on Sage Advice, right? So again, it's, it's like I mentioned, you know, giving advice on everything from, from managing your money to people. Mm -hmm. But then that's very broad, right? And then in the market, they need to develop more specific content calendars and so on. And so what they then do is within, within that broader strategy, they look at what specific topics people are searching for in mm -hmm. their market. Yeah. And that's really where 
data and looking at you know keywords for organic search and what the search volume is mm -hmm. for different keywords yeah. becomes really really important and i think you know we're lucky and we're fortunate to be supported by a really strong um uh, seo team in sage yeah. who are able to supply us with that organic you know search data and then working with those individual markets to share that data with them to ensure that we're supporting them to be planning their content around the specific themes that are mm -hmm. really important for their market. And then back to you know your question on authors, it's it's about then um, supporting those markets to uh, I suppose recruit you know authors in those local markets who are recognised experts yes. on those topics. And that's really important because you don't you know you don't trust the advice that somebody gives you unless you believe that they're an expert in that area and so that's why you know we say that sage advice is wisdom for for businesses well it's only wisdom if it if it comes from somebody with years of experience right that makes sense yeah so that's why you know developing our author program in those different markets um is really really important for the success of sage advice absolutely Thanks for that. And another example of um, how Sage um, helps companies um, to get to know their uh, customers better is Zing, a social sharing channel that was added right, yeah. to Sage Advice Germany for the yes. German market. Yeah, Yeah, that was so interesting to me because, you know, I suppose um, in Ireland, you know, I don't use Zing, right? But, you know, speaking to my colleagues in, in Germany, they explained to me that it's such an important social media platform for them. Mm -hmm. And so we have, you know, social sharing um, buttons on our blog posts. Yeah. And, you know, they explained that we just had to, had to add Zing because it was so popular in Germany. And I think that's an example of where localization, you know, not just in the content, but actually in the development of the publishing platform is really, really important. Mm -hmm. And, you know, listening to, you know, me listening to uh, my colleagues in Germany yes. and, and taking on board their input and their advice as well as we built out the Sage Advice platform. So, yeah, that was an interesting one. <laughs> yeah, obviously that doesn't, the, um, the local advice or the local, um, uh, what the local want is obviously slightly different and they only know best, I suppose. Yeah. So um, now I'd like to talk about um, the Fing Global Forum technology. You're a forum executive. Yes. And you've been at the forum um, and last year delivered a speech where Sage Advice has contributed to Sage being recognized as one of the top 50 content marketing brands in the world and also one of the top eight content marketing brands in the sector. Uh, but you're also involved in many other activities. You're a regular guest speaker at events, you provide webinars, you've been published in the Huffington Post, the Irish Tatler, and also you're the author of a book called Trending, the Complete Guide to Social Media for Events, published um, three years ago. So can you tell us a little bit about the book? I'm yeah. curious. Yeah, it's a very catchy name. <laughs> yeah, so um, I wrote the book, you know, for myself, yeah. really. You know, um, it was really, I suppose, um, a selfish initiative in the sense that it was the book that I would have wanted to read, mm -hmm. right? So um, a few years ago, I was working um, in the social media side of the social and content team in Sage. And a lot of the internal requests that I was getting was to support, you know, our events team yeah. um, in the uh, promotion of their events like Sage Summit, 
um, like the SAGE, um, the SAGE presence at, at other conferences like Dreamforce and mm -hmm, so on, mm -hmm. you know, and how we could use social media to do that, right? Yeah. And um, it's a really interesting topic to me, but something that at the time I couldn't find a lot of information on. So as I um, worked on those projects and, and learned more, you know, I used a book to kind of document that experience. Um, you know, so that it would be something that would hopefully be useful, you know, to other people who were who were going through the same journey. And, um, you know, I suppose while writing the book, I, you know, was able to research more as well and mm -hmm. learn more too. So it was yeah. also a great learning experience and interviewed a lot of different people who are experts, right? Because I am by no means an expert, continue to learn every day. And so it was a great to get the opportunity to speak to other people who have expertise on that topic as well. That sounds fantastic, yeah. I read excellent reviews, people saying that it was really useful to them, so yeah. And um, you also wrote an article for VTQ magazine about social media strategy for event marketing that is yeah. really important, obviously. So you touched on the topics of strategy, research, social listening, and social listening, and choosing the right channels. So we're in a world that's predominantly um, um, dominated by social media, the good, the bad, the ugly, we yeah. see it every day. Um, how important are social media strategy for um, brands today? Marketers, I mean, it is just kind of predominant and essential. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think, um, you know, as much as some days we might feel like we want to ignore social media, um, you know, you can't, you just can't ignore it, yeah. right? And I think for, you know, no business can bury their head in the sand and pretend that, that those channels don't exist. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's now a mass medium and in the same way that print and radio and television have been so important in the past and continue to be important, social media is, is now just as important. You know, it's this Absolutely. mass medium and you know, in terms of going where your customers are, if, if that's where they are, you, you do need to follow. I think that um, what's different now is that I think businesses are starting to become a lot more sophisticated with their social media plans. Mm -hmm. And, you know, rather than trying to do everything, um, are, are being a lot smarter and being a lot more selective mm -hmm. and picking um, the channels and the opportunities that allows them to best serve their customers and prospects, right? So um, I think that that's something that's really interesting and that's why a strategy is really important because it defines what you will and won't do, right? So I think it, it's really good for giving people in the organization the guidance that they need on, yes. on what they need to focus on. And I think now because social media has become such an integral part of everybody's lives, mm -hmm. it's not just marketing anymore, it's, it's the whole business, yeah. right? So it's customer service and really any, any way that the business engages with their customers and prospects, you know, there's, there's an opportunity to do that on social media. Absolutely. And so that's why, you know, having a, having a plan, having a strategy is so important. It's essential, yeah, absolutely. And, and you've always had an affinity, obviously, for digital media communication and the arts. And, and speaking of trends, um, can you tell us, if, have you noticed any, any trends, the latest trends that caught your eye or that maybe, uh, you know, the, the one trends in a couple of years? I think it's a really interesting time right now because I think there's a lot of change happening. Mm -hmm. I think I kind of feel we're at a bit of a turning point, you know, for social um, is concerned. And, 
I, you know, I spoke at a conference back in November and I talked about how really for many of the channels, we are what is called peak social, right? Where the growth of, of people on those channels is starting to level out, right? So Facebook and Twitter and probably LinkedIn as well are starting to see, you know, the acceleration in growth that they had on those channels starting to flatten out a bit. Mm -hmm. And I think people are becoming a little bit fatigued with social media. And I think, um, you know, people are becoming weary of some of the negatives of social yeah. media as well. And so I'm starting to see a shift, um, a turn away towards more private social media experiences, towards more enriched and meaningful social media experiences. Mm -hmm. Because I think up until now, it's been very much, you know, kind of the sugar rush, right, yeah. of social, you know, the quick hit, the dopamine hit. Whereas I think, you know, what I'm starting to see a trend of is a move away from that and a search for actually more meaning to nurture people on mm -hmm. social instead of giving them the sugar rush. Yeah, so yeah. I think it's going to mean more private social media spaces. And I think Mark Zuckerberg knows this, right? And that's why, that's why his announcement, you know, only last week about Facebook having um, a privacy strategy, right? Because he knows that the, the news feed and the current way things are, um, are not going to last for very much longer. So, yeah, yeah. So, so lots of change happening in that area right now. Great, thanks very much. Um, finally, are there any projects on the horizon that you'd like to talk about to tell our audience today? Any secret projects you'd like to share <laughs> with you? Um, just to say, you know, uh, keep watching Sage Advice. You know, as I said, we are, we are going live in many more markets this year. And, um, and there's lots of new developments happening mm -hmm. as well. So um, we're starting to build out the Sage Advice podcast. Um, it's now very, yeah, very popular podcast for the business community in the US right now but also looking at developing that for some of the other markets that mm -hmm. Sage Advice is live in and also integrating that into the Sage Advice blog, right? So um, so that the information is available to people in lots of different formats as well, which I see you're also doing in Business Talk. So I think podcasting is, is something that um, we're all very interested in I think podcasts right are definitely uh, <laughs> yeah. trending at the moment. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> all right, Luke, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. It was great to have you on the show today. And uh, this is the end of today's show with Beatrice Whelan from Sage. Thanks to everyone who tuned in and watched the show from the Think Global Awards live today in Dublin. And please make sure to tune in again for more Vista Talks, uh, where we'll be back in more interesting discussions with interesting people from all around the world.